Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Praise God. First Kings chapter 18, verse 41 to 46. We want to read it very quickly. Very powerful scripture. It's, it's powerful already. Verse 41 of 1 Kings chapter 18, the Bible makes reference about Elijah saying unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of the abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Camel, and he cast himself down upon the earth, and put his face between his knees. Can you read verse 43? And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot, and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind. And there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he gathered up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Praise the Lord. Talking about prayer and supernatural testimonies. Please take your seat. Prayer and supernatural testimonies. We established the point that the key thing that Elijah started to do for the testimony of the abundance of rain and also stopping the operations of drought as a result of idol worship in Israel was that he repaired the altar of God that was broken down and placed a living sacrifice on that altar. So, it is clear that for everyone that is believing God for a supernatural testimony, a sacrifice must lead the way. Now, when your sacrifice is on the altar, there are a couple of things that you may have to do embedded in prayer. So you see that when the Baal prophets were destroyed and uh, the prophets were defeated and destroyed, Elijah now told Ahab that eat and drink and then Elijah went to the top of the mountain. When he went to the top of the mountain, his goal was to ensure that by a prophetic decree, the abundance of rain that he had had in the spirit will become 
a visible testimony that rain will physically fall. And I think that for a long time, Christians have been singing about the spiritual rain, but it's about time we experienced the physical rain. That declaring your testimony in the realm of faith without a practical manifestation is somehow a defeat to your faith if nothing happens in your life. So, one of the ways we know that our faith is working is that you can see the works of your faith. You can what? In Hebrews chapter 11, say that by this, the elders obtained a good report. And when the Bible started enumerating the good report, we saw that they were not things in the spirit. They were things on earth, natural, touchable, material, feelable things. They shut the mouth of lions, escaped sword, went through fire. People's dead children were brought to life. I'm talking about something that you can physically identify with. Not something that you are seeing in the spirit that doesn't have any corresponding effect here in the natural realm. So this week, as we come before God, one of the things we are going to do is that Elijah went to the top of the mountain to seek the face of the Lord. And so as we are on this mountain, we are seeking the face of the Lord in a prayer galore. But I want to bring to you that when you are on the prayer mountain, like you are fasting, you are praying, you are seeking the face of the Lord for a major testimony. What should be your psyche? What should be your mindset? What are the phases that your prayers must go through before you encounter your testimony? What are the phases that you have to observe prayerfully before you see your testimony? Now, this teaching is very important because many people miss what God is going to teach us tonight. And I'm praying that your eyes will be opened very clearly. Praise the Lord. So you see that Elijah told Ahab that go and eat, but I'm going to pray. And when he went to the top of the mountain, the Bible said that he cast himself upon the earth and put his face between his knees. That was the birth position. So we can't say that enough that anytime you are in prayer, you are actually like a woman who is in the delivery suit delivering her children. So prayer is a channel through which we deliver on earth or in our lives the promises of God, the prophecies of God, the covenant privileges, covenant provisions that are available to us for being children of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you here with me now? So anytime we come to the place of prayer, you have to know that there is something your destiny is pregnant with and God is giving you an opportunity to deliver them. And so this man cast himself on the ground 
and began to pray. Meanwhile, the first thing when you begin to pray and you are expecting a testimony, you are going to have will be a human helper trying to find their own feet around you. I know that this test, possibly if God doesn't help all of us, there is no way we'll see such a thing. But in verse number 43, the Bible said that on top of that Mount Carmel, watch what the Bible said. And when Elijah put his head in between his knees and said to his servant, what did he have there? What did he have there? He said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. And he went and looked and said. So the first thing that you are going to have available when you are believing God for a supernatural testimony in the place of prayer is a human helper who is ready to be a servant to you But that helper is a limping helper. He himself is trying to find his feet around you. He hasn't gotten there yet. He possibly can do some things because this servant actually had done some things before. When Jezebel was killing people, the prophet, the Bible said that he hid about 5,000 or so of them. In a cave and he was feeding them. He was a governor in Ahab's house. He was a governor. There is always a problem when Christians don't want to be governors in unbelievers territory. It's always a problem. Why don't you want to go into politics? Look at the people we are going to be voting for. Are they better than you? Are you here at all? So it's it's a shame. That we have been socialized in a way that we have left the governorship to people who don't have the Holy Ghost. All they have is a plan to steal. Both sides. Hitherto, nobody was a politician for a career. You had to be a lawyer, an architect, uh, something, an entrepreneur somewhere, and then you, at some point in time, want to go and serve your people and help your people out of their trouble. But today, people go to school that they say, my full-time job is that I'm a politician. Now, if you are a politician as a full-time job, why will you not steal? They, before, if they ask somebody, what do you do? You say, I'm a lawyer in parliament. But now, I'm a politician. God will help God now. So this servant had done some things before. But what Elijah was believing God for, he did not have the capacity yet to help. Watch this. So he was, a serv- he was ready to run errands. But he did not have the resources to help Elijah with rain. So I'm saying that On your way to securing a supernatural testimony, one of the first things you are likely to have is a helper who looks like an empty helper. 
but it's necessary. So you see that I'm teaching this because the frustration of many people is that they know they have somebody in their lives who has something to offer, but the person is not offering it. Or is supposed to offer something, but it's not being offered. So why is it that my uncle is there? He looks like he's a governor in the house of the king, but he's a limping servant. I'm preaching now. The reason why many people can't go beyond a certain level in their prayer for a testimony is that the supposed helper has not delivered. And that gives them a lot of frustration to the point that they don't keep telling the helper that there's more chance. Go one more time. Go one more time. Go one more time. Seven times the helper had to go. That is to say that when you start praying, the person to be a blessing unto you as a destiny helper might be building his or her business. Gradually, gradually. It may be one day, seven days. It might be seven weeks. It might be seven months. It might be seven years. But you got to keep praying. Because the same empty helper today is going to be a valuable helper. If for nothing at all, you will need their vision to know that what you are praying for is about to happen. I'm feeling it to be a... So, some people... And you see, it's a trick of the enemy so that you yourself will prophesy doom and emptiness on your helpers. Because you get to that point and say that... And to me, it's a spiritual code you put on those helpers. And so, it robs them of what it takes to help you. Come on, raise your right hand and say, Father, I declare tonight that any helper you have given me who is limping right now is going to be loaded to be able to help my cause in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I declare on this altar, all my helpers are becoming men and women of substance. They will not just be around me. They will be useful around me in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, raise your right hand and say, I prophesy into my helpers' lives. The lives of my helpers. I declare right now, any helper finding their feet... Around the prophecy God has given me. Say, Holy Ghost, help them to see well. Now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare you are my helper and you shall perform in the mighty name of Jesus. The truth of the, truth of the matter is that <laughs> you might not have it now, but you are going to see it first. That is to say that sometimes... The rain Elijah is expecting, his eyes will not be the first to see it physically. It might be the eye of the helper. Who might see it physically. Amidst his direction and covering and pastoring. That is to say that there are some people who must see some money you are looking for before you get the money. You are, you are not hearing, oh my God. <laughs> you are praying to marry the brother might see marriage before he comes to propose to you. That is your vision, but he must see it first. There's some money 
You are believing God for by the help of must see the business first. Somebody must see the business to introduce you into that business. I'm praying that in this conference, you, you, you will prophetically awaken your helpers. Where are you? Are you? Have you gone home or you are still here? I said, may your helpers come alive. When you do not have this revelation, you tend to make a negative decree on your helper and you stop praying because helpers that you are praying for who are not performing to, do you have to pray for them? It's a waste of time, but it's a lie of the devil. Number two, I'm showing you the faces of that your prayers will go through. So you see that you are praying, you have helpers, but they are, it's promises they are giving you. They are really not delivering, but keep praying. Tell somebody, keep praying. Keep praying. Number two, second phase. You will be in a phase. Look at verse 43. And he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. So the second phase you are going to go through whilst you are believing God for a supernatural breakthrough, is that there is nothing face. It's a face where your expectation gives you nothing. He went and said, Oga, I have gone to see, but I saw nothing. There is nothing. I mean, you, you will be in that position where you are believing God for marriage but nobody has proposed you. He said, there is nothing face. I'm just trying to illustrate so that you will understand because when I speak plenty grammar, so that it becomes You are praying to God for a major business empire but at the moment you are unemployed. You have always dreamed about powerful um, businesses all over the world. But when you open your eyes in prayer, even a fridge is not in your room. It's like I'm prophesying to some people here. Brother, but I'm telling you that keep praying. Because there is nothing realm does not mean stop praying. In fact, it's the more reason why you must keep I'm feeling it. <laughs> you are believing God. You always dream you see twins. But every month when you are in that time of the season, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Some of your husband will not even sleep with you. It's like nothing is happening. Or you are sick. Or you now you don't want and if you want and you do too, there is still what? This is nothing. Eh? <laughs> it is a realm of emptiness that beclouds your life, your territory, your environment, your space. That all it gives you is emptiness. It's as if you are chasing after the wind. But God instructs us that in the realm where there is nothing, you must push on and push on for more hours. In fact, the man who has nothing must pray more for something to happen. Because the, the nothingness is a good platform for you to pull down the somethingness. 
ikuwa nataka yata is an engineering factor is a is a motivating factor to pull down that abundance of rain you have had in your spiritual ears but you are starting from the place where you have had so much abundance but you are starting from a place of nothingness sister don't feel embarrassed though that you are praying and saying big things but there is nothing there Brother, <laughs> keep your mouth and keep your confession. Are you here at all? Some things can happen to you where your confession will become diluted. When you say, I am going to give birth to twins and you miscarry at five months. You see that when you come, no, when you, your declaration becomes some way. It's like everybody saw it and you lost it. It's like you say, I'm going to America, I'm going to America, I'm going, you give the date, you give the date, you give the date, you give the date, oh, and you get to Kotoka and they said, go home. And when once I wouldn't cry, but go home, you will go to me. He said, there is nothing, he said, the thing can make you before you pray, it's like two weeks have come, you are just lying down, you are, you are, you are, you are just, Going through the process, what happened? What is happening to me? What did I do? Why is there nothingness? I then a material now. Why? You you see that you'll be going to that phase of nothingness can rob you of the great testimony that is coming because it is a state of brokenheartedness. Yeah, so pray any prophet wa may afroku quiet say abetna kuku esu with with your say when they worry about you know it it see it is that state that can make people begin to mock your spiritual posture you know you say you are praying but nothing is showing and so when you see that kind of a thing you feel like there's an abegura spirit and that tells you that why, why are you even troubling yourself? Because the people to work with you, they are judging you based on the testimony you say will happen, but it's never happening. And you too, you are still there praying. What kind of prayer is that? My brother, if your head is in between the knees, keep it there. Do what? I'm not hearing you. Do what? I'm not here. I mean, look all my heart higher. Tell somebody, keep it there. You have, you have to keep it there. Some things can mock your destiny. If you're a pastor, it can mock your ministry. And you know, also, you're a soft one. I know what I'm saying. I'm going to say, 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 Yeah, I'm going to say, don't let anything defeat your faith. Is God talking to somebody here? She so said, hey, in a man of God, you have to be resolute. Because anytime you are going for a supernatural testimony, this is one of the faces your prayer will face. Empty helper. Nothingness. Face number three. Man, yes, I'm a preacher. God have mercy. Third face. 
Kilazota Kradea. It's in verse 44. Let's read it together, alright? So you can also analyze scripture. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea. Beautiful. The third phase you will encounter is there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea. A lit- littleness out of bigness will come littleness. That you, you see that you are praying for a million dollars and somebody gives you hundred dollars. But the mystery about this is that even though your expectation is so big, something has started happening. So, look, one sister met me by this door. He said, Daddy, I'm very happy. I said, what happened, my daughter? He said, Daddy, for a very long time, for so many years now, somebody proposed to me today. I gave her five. Sister is working. It's, it's a sign. God said, I will show you a token for a blessing. And he said, Daddy, I don't know whether I like him or I don't like him. But the fact that for a long time, somebody has proposed to me that sister, when I see you, eh, <laughs> the thing just moves me like that. He said, hey, hey, we'll talk. <laughs> That's a testimony. That littleness. I don't know what I'm doing with this. But that littleness is enough for me to get the abundance that has been promised in the spirit. The prophet asked the woman, what do you have in your house? He said, I don't have any. What I have is a small portion. The question is that, how is it that the woman mentioned that small pot of oil? A small pot of oil in a house it's not something to mention when you are in debt. And it's not a time of famine. But that small thing, that, that, you see, when God wants to just blow your mind there, eh, sometimes you will not have a, a concession of gold. He asked Moses, he said, I'm going to send you to Egypt, you are going to deliver the people. And he asked him, he said, what do you have in your hand? He said, I have a stick. He said, this small stick inside your hand. Eh? What is important is that there is something. And if that thing is even small, it's okay. You see, sometimes you have a marriage and the marriage at this point, as we are talking, is a bad marriage. But under, in this conference, thank God that you even have marriage in the first place. That once it is there, something can happen to that. Oh, my God. What are you even talking about? Look at what God did. He told Moses that put this stick on the holy ground. You see, when something that is small and has nothingness in it encounters a holy ground, the presence of the Lord, it brings life into that thing. That's why life entered into the stick. Moses was sure that stick became snake. Hey? This is a stick that he's been doing. Tree, 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 tree. You know the way shepherd would just be 
driving sheep. For 40 years, he's been holding this rod. He has never seen life in this rod until he encountered the presence of God in the burning bush. Please, let me tell you. That little thing in your hand, that looked like it's lifeless. For so many, for Moses, it was 40 years. One encounter with the presence of God. Littleness became a weapon of mass destruction in Egypt. I'm feeling it already. And I don't know whether you are beautiful or you are ugly. Whether you have education or you don't have it. But if you are something small, even if that thing is your faith, like a master seed, God says, I'm ready to work with it. And that's why I'm prophesying that whatever you are looking for, may that little thing be able to accommodate it. That amen should be louder than it is. Please sit down. It is a lie of the devil to see littleness as uselessness. I'm just beginning to preach now. The thing is just coming up on me. Holy Ghost, help me. When Gideon met the angel, the angel, all that the angel was doing is that don't mention little. He said, I'm the smallest my house is the smallest. The clan is the smallest. In my own eyes, I did small. Everything I have is small. God, the angel said, have you finished? Have you finished? Go in this diamond. That's it. God is not interested in the impotency of that small thing in your hand. He is here to reveal the potency of his power. Working with that small thing in your life to, to glorify himself in this particular time. Let me say it again. Because I feel like say, saying it again. Because there are some people here, their boss insulted them this afternoon. They are not even here what I'm preaching, what I'm even talking about. I have to repeat it over and over before they can hear. Look at what the scripture said. I see a little... Oh boy, cloud out of the sea. Now, please, that is why your children send them to good schools. Because what is the kind of school you are sending your children? Something little like a cloud out of the sea. The sea is a territory of inexhaustible resources. And from that vastness of resources, something small is coming. That is to say that the littleness you are seeing is an indication of something that is already pregnant with greatness. Can I say it again? (laughs) Those of us who lived by the seaside, when you want to know where the net has gotten to, normally there is a ball. Eh? Is an unsinkable ball that the fisher, fisher folks tie to the, the part of the net that catches the fish. So, but seeing where the ball is, you know that the net is here. I'm saying that little coming out of the sea is an indication that this is the tip of the iceberg. That the greater portion that is carrying the substance is following the little you are seeing. 
and it must motivate you to keep pushing in prayer. Because even though you are seeing, look at what the Bible says, though your beginning may be small, your ending shall greatly what? Why am I preaching this? Because there's a way you can resign. When, when, when plenty is around, but you can't see it. <laughs> All you see is a little. But the little is saying that there's something. It's just, it's just unveiling small, small, small. Oh, yeah. In counseling, eh, there's a major principle. They say small changes lead to big changes. Do you understand? That the man never says sorry. But this time around, he misbehaved. And he came and sat down. Even though he didn't say sorry, he sat down. <laughs> it's a small change that has started the big changes. You, you the wife, you must give offering to that small change self. Because they can improve. And, and the, the big changes have started, but it's starting small. And the, if God doesn't give you wisdom, you will see the small change and despise it. That's what was, Paul was telling Timothy. Don't let anybody. You understand? You were driving a car that could not go, go, go. Charlie, mean kind of simple. The car is called Signs and Wonders. It will never get spoiled until it gets to where the mechanic is. It's a bad car. It's like they sent the car to come and make you poor. Then somewhere, somehow, that car becomes somebody's dream. You say, I will buy it. So you sold. And I you bought a Tokumbo. He said, this one doesn't spoil much. Yeah, this, it's like every month it will spoil once. I remember when God helped me and I was, someone was, gave me a money, $20,000, 2006, to buy a car. I said, I wanted Toyota Corolla. That time, that, that car was a girl. Sure. Now, I was in Cape Coast. I saw, I looked through the town and I realized, actually, here. So one man of God, he told me that ah, I've made a mistake. That I should have bought Opel. Is it Omega? Omega or Vetra? One of them. It's like he said the money I used to buy the Corolla, no, can buy two. Opel, Omega, or Vetra, one of them. So me to in my mind, when I didn't know how to, when I bought the car in a car, I drove this straight to my girlfriend's house. When I got, he, I called her around 10 p.m. He came out and said, that, he said, what is it? He said, that's my car. He said, Francois. Oh, boy. But the Vetra could see what you did. He said, I love you, I love you. I said, Nanka, why not? The future is great. <laughs> hey. So, I told my senior pastor that this man, the advice he has given me, 
I will not take it. I cannot take it. I must not take it. That is your friend, though. And then I said something I think it was very stupid, but I said it. I said, the way this pastor is a senior man of God, sit in the mechanic shop with these mechanics. I don't want to follow that kind of a thing. No way. For it. I have two cars that will tie me to a mechanic shop. Nah. All right. Kai, God forbid. Someone say, God forbid. Sometimes plenty is chaff. Stay in your level. It's God talking to somebody now. Don't let anybody despise the little wife you have. Or the little husband you have. Or the little job you have from there. It's when somebody from a global fund program is coming to look for somebody who will see you. That's how you go there. Hey. You are going. Don't stop it. The littleness can be a bridge. So why am I still in one room? It can be the reason why you are praying and you are not happy. You see that you are praying but it's like a debat some cray. <laughs> one man of God, when he heard that somebody blessed me with a, a Prado uh, three weeks ago, he now, he now did a conference call. He asked, he asked one of my friends, he said, how did God call us? <laughs> he, said, he said, why? What did you do to God? He said, did he whistle to call us? And this guy, he used his mouth to mention his name. Then the guy started giving history. When he knew me, what has happened? He said, it's not normal. But, but, but why? Is that something he's doing? We are not doing or we are doing it. Why? I said, I don't know. What I see God is about to do. Eh? Just hold on to that little and let it ginger you in prayer. You, you will see that God can just take the stone that the builders have rejected. And make it the head of the corner. Is God talking to somebody here? I see your abundance of testimony happening in the name of Jesus. Shout a louder, amen. amen. Please sit down. Do you know why the Bible made reference to Jesus? That he's, he's the stone that the builders rejected has become the head of the corner. You read it and you can take it literally. But there is a revelation about it. That, you see, when you start a building, you have a... You have a foundational stone. You, it's a block you put in the corner there. It's like a 90 degree angle. God will help you to build one day. That impossible. Normally it's a six, six feet block. A six inches block. You start a foundation with. You see that you're doing six, six, six inches. Six inches. Six inches. When you flow the foundation. You start doing five. Five. There about. Because as you are going up it should be lighter. Uh, you, you see that when they pack the blocks, some of the blocks, some portions break. 
is broken pieces. Then when it's broken, they put it aside. Foundation, they don't need it. As they are laying the blocks going up, they don't need it. It's like when Puna say, but as they get to the peak of the building, when they are about to do lengthen or they are about to roof, and you see that there are some small, small holes at the corner there that they need to dress before things come there. You see that in that phase of beautification, they can't use six inches. They can't use five inches. They will not be looking for the broken piece that, that was thrown somewhere. That's that's he said that you may be rejected, you may be thrown away. They don't want to, but God will create a situation where in the visible state they can't they don't like you, but they must use you. Receive the grace in the name of Jesus. That's God. He'll just be waiting. Creating that scenario for you. Please sit. <laughs> Some people are going to receive a telephone call very soon. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's going to happen. I see it happening. <laughs> when they are dressing, they, are, they don't need full block. They don't need people with certificate. Full block. That, forget that. Thing. They just need somebody. And that is where if you are just a cleaner in the Jubilee house, you might be more wet than a manager in Capital Bank. If it exists in Because some people, when, some managers, when they mention their salary, and the condition of their service. You wonder what they are managing. Yeah. Because a simple cleaner in a high place, simple, is earning better than the person with the managerial title. When I want say, do baby at school, I catch it. Grace Dimrika That's whatever state you find yourself, your mind should be that I must go to the next level. But don't let the devil lie to you that God pass you. No way. God is about to use you to showcase his glory. Is God talking to somebody now? May you receive that grace in Jesus' name. Stage number what? Phase number four. In that same verse 44, as he, he said, I see a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, go up. Say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot and get thee down that the race. So the number four stage is that when you see littleness, when you are praying, your mind all should be that prepare thy chariot. It's, it's when you see little, your heart must begin to prepare to collect. Prepare, tell somebody, prepare because when people see little, they abandon project. But for the spiritual man, when you have an opportunity to see little, it means prepare. It means what? Prepare. Prepare. You, I'm telling you that you are believing God for the baby. You saw, you saw your menses. Don't get angry now. 
that the menses came is a sign that pregnancy is possible. Just prepare. Maraka Zola Bradiga. And prepare with a high speed mentality. He said, prepare your chariot. We are not doing this thing on foot. That it's a high level preparation from the place of prayer. That's when you'll be praying. Say, God, show me what to do so that the harvest will not collapse me. So that the harvest will not destroy me. Because lack of preparation will make opportunity look like an adversity to you. That's why Goliath was standing there. The soldiers, their heart was dying. David was prepared. He came, he saw adversity. He said, this is opportunity. When people saw adversity, he saw opportunity. Because the guy was overprepared. 2020, if God didn't allow us to die, you have to prepare. You have to what? I didn't come to speak grammar. <laughs> I'm saying that if by the special grace of God, you have to prepare. Every day I'm preparing. This program I'm preparing is going to be serious. From here is going to be more serious. From here is going to be serious, serious. I am prepared for the long haul. That's why he talked about chariot because it's not like you are dealing with chariot. You, you are going, oh my God. <laughs> when you see that, it is telling you that when you see that opportunity of littleness and you prepare, be like Paul. He said, I am persuaded that the caller is the doer. I am persuaded. That's why you just what reattaches and say, me. Me worry. What reattaches me? This unemployment will not, I will finish the unemployment. Are you following this thing at all? This thing looking like barrenness staring in your face. Be prepared for it. Sometimes when you are not prepared, eh, anything at all can be just kicking you here and there, kicking you here and there, kicking you here and there, kicking you here and there. Meanwhile, you are in the best state of your life. So just you need containers. He told the woman that you say the, the oil you have is small. Go to your neighborhood. Ask people for empty vessels. Just prepare. Just what? Come on now. Just what? Young lady, let me tell you something. You want to marry? Stop wearing the rags. Stop it. Stop it though. As I'm standing here like that. Some of you are in my chair, but I don't see you at all. When I see you, I close my eyes, I pass. You think I'm afraid to say it? Whether you're a man, you're a woman, I don't see. When Jesus died, eh, they cut his cloth. And people were fighting for the pieces. The man was living good. You don't need money to live good. Just prepare. He said, Famsenia Metia. I don't we are good. What do you tuna a boy who cry about a boy in the goat in it? We are good. Michelle says, I may can't say me, I'll be a semi papa penty. A semi jai. 
Ben ma o ben sisters na ho ai sa apunti ko satan. Now the person you went to his office to help you get a job no he couldn't wait for you to go. Because as you enter there it defied all the air freshness everything there is everything has become Jesus in that place. And there was some crazy you are going somewhere one of my daughters he was going to one of the powerful arms in this country he had not gone there he went there with a name a name that he has not seen the face before share sister no we trying boy was shows what dressy effect highly secured area. said, before they even ask us, oh, you shall know. Ah, oh, Emma. Come on now. So, Hey, no, no, pay. Was woe, she said, the way the package was, there was a way. Because she went there with a prepared mind. What do you mean? Going for an interview, prepare spiritually, prepare intellectually, prepare materially. Your outlook will determine how people look at you. Fourth level, there was a great rain, verse 45. That's the level, the great rain level. As you prepare, is the fifth level. It's a great rain, what? That's the level you are going to see physical manifestation. So, in that, all that time, Elijah was saying, Kutoku nakata kataka. That's the time you'll be praying. Somebody will now call your phone. Eh, sister, ma. Are you there? Are you there? Are you up there now? That, that's the level, but practically, it's a level that God is ready for your harvest. And if you are not careful, eh, you will even be so tired that you don't want to pray again. You see that? You wake up at midnight, you know the Holy Ghost woke you up. Your eye will be looking at the ceiling. Oh, it's like your kozuna is sitting on you. Then all of a sudden, 2 a.m., no. You see that your taste by your appetite for um, um, series grape juice or oh, this don't see more multifruta. You see that all of a sudden you want to eat indomie. <laughs> Cravings like a pregnant woman. You just crave this, crave that one, crave that one, crave that. Now you start looking at Facebook. Okay, what was happening yesterday? It's like, are you an archival person? Do you 
Do you prepare archives for people? Are you a librarian? My friend, you wake up, you see that the thing just know that Elijah said, he said that Ezekiel said that I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And he carried me to the valley full of dry bones. And he told me, see, let me share it. I said, I said, share. Let me share it. Let me who yeah. She a They said, prophesy to this. There is that divine human partnership that will cause every dry situation, dry bone, every bone stand for structure to come alive and become a mighty um, army. If you will play your part, you see that God is ready. Paul planted Apollos watered, but God brought the harvest, the increase. That when God is ready, it's like some people are not ready. The rain, he said, great, I put the scripture there, he said, the great rain poured, it just, hey. he said, prepare that chariot. So it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain. Somebody say, great testimony. I can't hear you say great testimony. Look, sister, recently I called one sister. Like I said, sister, Holy Ghost is telling me. I said, oh, that do. Sorry. Sorry. Your harvest is closed. That's why you feel like sleeping more. You better wake up. Shula kuwa malaka hata. Intu kuwa lakataka. Shakuwa takali kataka. That is to say that when the breakthrough is about to come, increase the tempo of your prayer. Be tenacious. Have intensity and momentum in the prayer. Are you here at all? Don't you say, I said, I can see signs. Sign. Sign. Lift your hand. Say, I see my abandoned rain. Falling in the name of Jesus. Last point. Phase number what? Six. Please check this very well. He said, the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And he outran the chariot of Ahab. Please, this is where the biggest deception is. When you have received the outpouring of the abandoned rain, there's a likelihood for you to say, say, party time. But whilst the rain came, the guy was still waiting till the hand of the Lord came upon him. He started running another kind of race. Please, when things are fine, don't stop praying, no. It's a major matter. Some people have lost their arrogantity because now you are working, working in diplomacy. In the realm of diplomatic corps, so it's like this time I wear suit. So before I used to, I would be praying. See that I'm sweating. This is what they got. Show me, Oh, shibra. Oh, shibra. Minya, I dare count in a yayo. Small breakthrough, no. See that you have lost your spirituality completely. She said, Oh, she had the young say, and you may find. And you may find. One contest says, Oh, Mamun Bobby. Mini, I shall be you. 
Now, when the rain comes, it does not mean the hand of the Lord has come upon you yet. Still wait. Still wait. Until the... Because there's a running to run. And you need that anointing. That's a, when God blesses you, you need a higher anointing to even enjoy it. Or else, share. Minya. I remember somebody bought a car for me some years ago. And then I, it was also like this. This one that I'm reading. They, they drove it from the port. I went to do a program in Kumasi with Jerry. I said, I was in, I was in Cape Coast waiting. I said, when you get to Nyamransa, call me. <laughs> you, you don't know you, but is the grammar worrying you? La? I said, call me, la. He called me, Yamrasa. I said, I'll meet you at um, Agri or wherever. I drove. Oh, I was using Kiosa Rental. I went to, I met him at Agri or. Where's Jerry? Where did I meet you? Agri. I said, Come out from that car. Come out! <laughs> you don't know. Say, Jerry, you are not the one to enter this city with this car. Oh, let me face them. Let me walk. Face. Take the Sorrento. Make a carry the Highlander. Uh, let's go. Follow me. This 77, I don't see this game course. Plus, I come from Elmina 99. What the me Highlander be rack up course? I'm going to be here. Oh, that's sorry. I'm sorry that I don't say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Our church, you wake up and they have cut blood everywhere waiting for you. What they make Let's face them. Whatever has not faced me on ground is not facing me in the car. Let me register this car in the city that hey, listen, mad person in car. Don't scratch it. <laughs> Don't scratch mad person car. I'm in trouble. So it's like one of the reasons why we lose the supernatural testimony is that God just introduces some rain and then we just forget that we need a hand for the next level. You see that you are in the rain now. It is raining all around me. All around you. You need to keep the prayer going. You see that the church is going fire. It's like you don't pray against that. Now, no, the thing is all about, you know, like principles. You know, it's like you know, uh, principle number one. It's like you know, you see, you see that my mama, it's like a brother. When we rested out against flesh and blood. Sure, what about principle? No, what about principality? Kai will say, You are still in a battle. Is God talking to somebody? That's why you marry now. Even in the honeymoon, you say, No, the honeymoon there is not for prayer. Oh. Don't you know the honey came from the bee? 
if the bee start looking for its honey from you in that moon, you will see fire. You are besting. You have not seen people who entered honeymoon and came back divorced before. Let the prayer be on ground. Let it be where? I can't hear you. Let it be where? Let it be on ground. I think, have I preached enough? I think it's okay for tonight. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Please, let's rise. Just only practical things. Things are going to happen. Praise the Lord. My, 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 my wife, when someone, the person who drove the car to our compound, it's like, she manifested, she said, God bless you. As I was standing there, I was thinking about the next uh, let this thing not come and become a distraction. Oh, yeah. Be there. Be there. Car was there. It was sitting in one place from Monday till Sunday. She said she would move it. She said, move it though. Me, I know my way. Some people, something small. You see that it just takes you off your course. Then you give a, a big space for anything at all to come and be looking for you. Minya, that God gave you one block, it means that you can jump. Don't now go and say, let me inspect the block. Oh, wow. Is it brick or mortar? Sure. Catch up with someone we need now. Did I preach complex message? Sister, we are coming to pray. So if you think that the hill is going to disturb you, except there is graphic in that your hill. You are packed that your hill with graphic. And no crying who to me at channel stab you be you saw hell no because you have a bomb Don't let any shoe you are wearing confuse you. <laughs> wow. Is Jesus wonderful? Jesus, you are welcome. You are going to have testimonies in Jesus' name. I just, I just I see that the heavens are clever nice. Under 24 hours. God is going to change some dynamics in the heavens to favor your cause in Jesus' name. Shout a better amen. amen. Please lift up your hands. Say thank you, Father. Please begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to bless him. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Everybody just be patient with me for like 30 minutes. Let's pray. Everybody come on, get involved. Let's pray. Can you raise your hand and thank him? Thank you, Father, I thank you. Let the lifting up of my hands uh, be like the evening sacrifice. Uh, I raise my thanks and praise unto you. Thank you that testimonies. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. 
Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Broadcast and audio rumor at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244 177 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries. <music>